Hey, what up? What up, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of the First Year Out Podcast. The number one bi-coastal podcast in the world. Where we kick back and we talk entrepreneurship, monetizing your passions, and ultimately being a creative in business. I am your host out here in San Diego, California. And I go by the name of Dom Witherspoon. And today I'm going to break down how you can start your business into three simple categories so that it's a lot less overwhelming when you are ready to take that leap. Stick around. All right. All right. So in order for you to... To, to start a business, in order for anyone to start a business, what you first need, the foundational need, I believe, of your business is a proven solution. And what that means is that whatever it is that you're offering, you need to be able to say, hey, look, this helped this type of person with this type of issues. I know because I've done this before. That's how it's proven. It's proven by being able to repeat. Also, if you're questioning whether or not you have a proven solution, just look around in that type of space. All right. Now, if I say that my solution is video production or whatever, or I use video production or video assets as a solution to help business owners connect with their clients and their consumers. Right now, I have to look around and see if there's anyone else doing that. All right, so a good indicator about whether your business model or whatever it is that you're offering, whether it will work or not, is to see whether others are doing it. If there are people that's in that field doing what you're doing, then chances are it is sustainable, right? But you also, also, I want you to figure it out for yourself, like look around so you can get a good idea, but you still need to implement it in your personal life and in your business so that you can know that it is proven, all right? It comes right back. It has, it gotta be a proven solution. It got to, because if you, if you, if you start a business for something that don't help anyone with anything, then your business is gonna fail. And that's why this is the first step. This is the most solid, it is the foundational step of creating your own business and going all in on your business idea. You have to make sure that it is a proven solution. Next, we're going to talk about your presence. All right. Now, when I say your presence, this is your social media presence. This, well, this includes your online presence. This also includes your offline presence. All right. So we're talking about you showing up at different networking events and trying to get your name out there. We're talking about you uh, locking down the handles. Lockdown, I'm telling you, lock down the handles. All right. Of your company, of your the business name that you're considering or that you're operating under, even if you haven't formed your structure yet, um, lock in the different social media handles. Even if you're not using that platform, still lock in the handle so you can give yourself that room for it. All right. You don't you would hate <laughs> you would hate for your business to grow. And then someone else, they got they're using your name, they're operating under your name. Or the way that they're functioning, if people are searching for your business, they end up on someone else's page and that other person is benefiting off of the work that you've put in. All right. So in order to avoid that altogether, just secure your name on all platforms. 
don't forget don't forget uh to also get your domain name and you might even consider starting a blog on your website for seo purposes now i'm not sure if you know too much about that or what it means but if you do have a have a brief understanding or well i'm gonna give you a brief understanding. it's basically the keywords that can be used to find whatever it is that you're working on so i say that you can use a blog to your advantage because well before i get to the advantage because um i just wanted to make a quick note that Photos get seen more than articles and videos get seen more than both photos and articles based off of how <laughs> based off different algorithms. All right. Uh, particularly Google. Google will rank a, a web page higher if you have a video on there. But when I talk about when I'm talking about articles and possibly creating a blog on your website, um, it, it does a couple things for SEO purposes uh, with you having that written content you will have a greater chance of being discovered because by writing out that content, you have the, you have the space to, to, to actually incorporate it strategic keywords that people will be searching for. That's why SEO is search engine optimization. And you're able to optimize your website by including those different keywords within your blog. Now, this is not mandated. It's not mandatory at all. It's just something that you might want to consider when you go into growing and expanding your business. All right. If you was able to learn anything at all from anything that I just said, or if you were able to take a different perspective from anything that I just said, or you had an aha moment, or you figured out, oh, I could use what she just said at this point to work for me in this way. I just need to tweak it. Let me know what that is in the comments below. I really do want to hear from you all. All right. Now moving on to to the third to the third pillar of launching your business now this is legal <laughs> it got to do with legal all right so when we're talking about legal first and foremost you need a name to do business as or a dba or you might want to go uh and put together an llc a s corp or corporation whatever it is a partnership whatever it is you have to put together some type of structure some type of legal business structure so you can operate and function as a legal business. All right. You got to pay your taxes. You got to pay your taxes. So I kind of touched on it. Like the first, the first part of that will be to secure your business name, which goes back up to what we said before. All right. Secure your business name, uh, finalize a type of structure for that. You can even go as far as to trademark your name and your logo. When you do consider, uh, doing a trademark for your name and, or your logo, or not doing it, I want you to first think about how long do you plan on being around and how big do you plan to grow your company? All right, I want you to take those two questions into consideration. And then I also want you to consider if you don't. If you don't do the trademark and you have plans on being around for the next few decades or centuries even, or... Uh, you plan on becoming a household name, whatever solution it is that you're providing. Think about the consequences of not having your trademark done in those instances when you do reach those different pinnacles. It will come back and bite you. And so for me, like my whole thought process on everything that I do, because I don't like wasted time. So my thought process on everything that I do is about longevity. I plan to be here for a while. And that's just it. God willing, I will be here for a while. 
And that's just it. So for me, doing a trademark will be a good idea. Not because I, not only because I plan on being here for a while, but because I've been through other businesses. I've had other names that I operated under. And so I know right now with Dom Digital Media, that's it for me. And sometimes it takes those different growing pains, all right? So don't rush into the process. Don't, don't rush into doing it if you're not secure, if you're not, uh, uh, if you don't know for sure that this is what you're going to be doing long term. Save, save, your, save your few hundred dollars, for real. Because if you're not going to be doing this long term, why spend that money? Or if you are going to be doing it, but you're not really where you want to be just yet, meaning like you are literally just starting now, you don't know what you're doing, you don't know how to do it. It doesn't make any sense to go through the process if later on down the line you're going to end up changing your name. You're going to end up uh, refining what it is that you're doing and how you're offering it, how you're targeting your demographics. And so it may or may not be a good idea for you, but it is just something for you to consider when we're talking about the legal aspect of your business. So let's say you put your structure together and you got all your paperwork back from the state, right? Let's say you did all that and you got everything back. Everything went through. Everything is fine. What you need to do now is take your article of organization. I believe that's the document or depending on your type of structure. But anyway, go onto the IRS website. And once you get there, you, you let them know, Hey, look, or you search for EIN. All right. And what this is, is basically uh, your EIN number is your employment identification number or employer identification number. One of the other, but it's essentially a social security number for your business. All right. Now you're going to need your EIN number in order to take part in many different aspects of the legal world. For instance, after you get your, your EIN number, you're going to go to the bank and open up a business bank account, but you cannot open up that business bank account without an EIN number. All right. So diving a little deeper into the, the legal side of this is form your structure with your state that you're, that you're operating in. Um, trademark that's optional is something to consider. Uh, uh, get your EIN number. You have to get it. There's no other way around to get your EIN number unless you're operating, you know, as a sole proprietor and then you could just use your social. But for me, I like the separation. Get your EIN number, get yourself a business bank account. All right? And that's it. You have to do it, all right? And keep your personal and your business finances completely separate. There will be times where you're taking money from your personal opinion to your business in order to finance what you're doing, if that's how you're going about your business. I've been there. Um, <laughs> but just keep your personal finances separate. And on top of that, I want to encourage you all to get QuickBooks or some similar accountant uh, software. I personally use QuickBooks because, you know, it serves it serves different functions. One, um, I connected my bank account to it. My business bank account is connected to my QuickBooks. So what that means is that anytime I swipe my credit card, my business credit card, or anytime I swipe my business debit card, it automatically connects to QuickBooks. Right now, later on, you could go in there maybe once a week, once a month, depending on how frequently you're making different purchases or this, that, or third, or even like when you get money coming in, that also goes to your QuickBook. And so every once in a while, you could go in there, you know, um, upload pictures of your receipts or whatever, but it already had everything that all, it already got all your transactions in there. So you might need to go in there, clean it up, 
uh, include, like I said, include photos of your receipts, or you might want to include some type of written detail on what it is that you purchased, why you purchased it, this, that, or third. And, and that's so, it's so beneficial come tax season because the only thing you got to do is just download the file and send it to your accountant. Right. So you already have everything organized by, by using QuickBooks. This is not sponsored by QuickBooks. This is not sponsored by QuickBooks, but by using QuickBooks, you'll be able to keep everything nice, concise, all in one place. And if you're constantly updating it, it never becomes a big hassle. And as a bonus to that with QuickBooks, you are able to send invoices. All right, which means QuickBook also allow for you to get paid within the software, all right? And so those are two things that you need to worry about when you start your business, right? You need to be able to get paid and you gotta be able to pay your taxes. <laughs> you gotta be able to get paid, you gotta be able to pay your taxes and you'll be able to work through both of those situations by using QuickBooks, all right? They even allow you to email an invoice to somebody and the only thing they gotta do is put in their credit card information right in the body of the email to pay your invoice, how easy is that? You know, because I mean, I feel like I'm going off this is a little tangent, a little side note or whatever. But when you are charging clients for different things, especially if it's a service and not a product, if you're selling products, it's a little different. Put your info in, I'm going to mail it out to you. But if you're offering a service, right? If you're offering a service, you want to, well, even if it's a product, but you want your customers to be able to make that payment as soon as possible. You want them to be able to make it as seamless as possible. You want all these different decisions to be easy because it's so quick for them to turn away. All right, and I want you to keep that in mind as well. So these are three essential steps that's needed in order for you to start your business. All right, for one, as a foundation, this is non-negotiable. It is non-negotiable. You need to have a proven solution. That is, that's number one, regardless of what, because without a proven solution, you have no business. And that's just how, that's, that's what it all boils down to. If you don't have a proven solution, you don't have a business because you can't make any sales. You cannot generate any revenue. All right. If you're not solving a problem for someone. Now, the next two, they're kind of interchangeable. Well, not interchangeable as much as they're intertwined, but this has to do with your presence, your social media presence, your physical presence, your online presence. This has to do with securing your domain names. It got to do with starting a blog, if that's what you want to do. And it, it got to do with those different things, right? Your presence is locking in all your stuff and, you know, how you go about making it known that you are offering these solutions to different uh, clients, consumers, customers, or whatever, depending on what it is that you are doing. Now, that is also intertwined with the legal side of things. Because when you are going about these different social media handles, when you are going about your domain, you want to make sure that you're able to secure that name. And the only way you'll be able to secure that name for sure is by forming some type of legal structure for your business, whether it's a sole proprietor. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Whether it's a sole proprietor where you're, you're doing business or you have to get a DBA or doing business as, meaning you're by yourself. There's really no protection between you and your business. You, you are your business at that point. Or if you got an LLC where you have that layer of protection between you and your business where something happens and you are sued, your business can be sued, but you personally, your assets cannot be taken away. All right. So that's something that you might want to consider. So, or, you know, um, S corp or corporation, whatever it, the point is you have to form some type of legal business structure. All right. Now that's, like I said, that's kind of intertwined with social media because you would hate to lock in all these different social media names only to realize that you can't form a business under that name because someone else is doing a business under that name, right? And 
like I said, those two intertwined, moving in, moving on with, with the legal structure of that, get yourself an EIN number. Get yourself an EIN number so you can open up a business bank account. I recommend checking out your local credit unions. You're probably going to get the best rate by, you are going to get the best rates by going to a credit union as, a far, as opposed to a regular bank. And also do not forget, do not forget you need some type of account and software. You got to be able to pay taxes. You got to be able to get paid. All right. And so that's all I got for you in this episode. If you were able to take anything at all away from this episode, please let me know so I can know what type of content to continue to create for you all. All right. Uh, also share with a friend who may be able to take something away from this episode as well. Once again, my name is Zom Witherspoon and uh, I'm going to see you in the next episode of the First Year Out podcast. Thank you.